Hey, thanks for listening to the Unexpected Podcast. If you're enjoying the show so far, please take the time to rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Welcome back to another episode of the Unexpected Podcast, where we chat all about the unexpected aspects of pregnancy and parenthood. I'm your host, Deborah Brooks. I'm a speech-language pathologist who found herself unexpectedly expecting. On this show, I call everyone I know who can help me get prepared for this life-changing journey, and on occasion, I chat with my comedian husband, Mike Racine, to see where his head's at. Okay, let's start the show. This is 19 Weeks Pregnant. All right, so I am 19 weeks. I'm still feeling good. We are officially moved into our brand new apartment, and I love the apartment. I love the neighborhood. But before we hear too much about me, let's hear about 19 weeks in pregnancy. Week 19, according to what to expect when you're expecting. This week, your baby is hitting the growth charts at six inches long and just over a full half pound in weight. What fruit is it this week? Your baby's about the size of a large mango. A mango dipped in a greasy cheese, actually. Vernix. A greasy white protective substance substance that resembles cheese now covers your baby's sensitive skin, protecting it from that long soak in amniotic bath. Without that protection, your baby would look very wrinkled at birth. The coating sheds as delivery approaches, but some babies born early are still covered in vernix when they arrive. Okay, yeah, so like I said, we just moved. I'm feeling good. I I know that I talk about the pregnancy groups that I'm in on Facebook pretty often on this show. Um, I had posted and that I was moving and asked many others if they had done the same. And it actually is pretty common for people to move during pregnancy. So here I am thinking like, what a lunatic I am. But um, I guess many people think like, oh, I better uh, get somewhere bigger to accommodate my growing family. Or, oh, I better move somewhere more affordable so that I can save for my growing family. So um, it's quite often that people do move during pregnancy. Um, I mentioned I did not do heavy lifting. Um, if I did, I made sure that I bend, would bend at the knees when I lifted. Um, but I mostly did unpacking. And I still felt like my body was super tired and exhausted. I had an excessive amount of round ligament pain. Um, and I just needed to take more of a break than I would have if I weren't pregnant. So, um, that was like a news flash because I feel as though I generally feel pretty standard, normal, regular, how I always felt. Um, but that really wore me out. So I decided to take a couple more days off of work and now I feel a lot better. So I guess moral of the story is, you know, listen to your body and do what you need to do. Um, Anyway, so in this episode, full disclosure, uh, this was recorded um, uh, last week. I think this is the last recording that Mike and I had had done in our old apartment. And I found an article that was like 20 questions parents need to answer before they give birth. So, um, 
I read the questions to Mike and he and I answered them. Um, and I hope that you enjoy this interview. I, I think I was actually 18 weeks when uh, I recorded this, but listen, guys, trying to stay on schedule while pregnant, working and in a move. Tricky stuff. So um, I don't know if I ever bring it up, but if anyone is keeping track of my continuity, then yes, you might find some flaws. Um, but yeah, so Mike and I chat about all these things about our family and baby's future and let me know what you think. The Unexpected Podcast is recorded and produced by Deborah Brooks, me. It is brought to you by SLP's Wine and Cheese Podcast, the Sit Down with Mike Racine Podcast, and also the Dad Show with Mike Racine Podcast, coming soon to wherever podcasts are heard. If you're enjoying this show so far, please take the time to subscribe and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Thank you. I am I am ready. I am the Mike Racine robot. I am Mike Racine, but a robot. All right, Mike Racine. Do robot. you like marinara sauce? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Just kidding. It's me. Today we're going to talk about twenty important decisions that parents have to make about their babies in their mm-hmm. first year's life. I like Are these episodes. I like yes. Fire. And you know what? I like. I don't like directing a show. I like when somebody else takes the lead. So take the lead, baby. Ba- right. Deborah, take the wheel. Deborah, suck my penis. <laughs> no, Put it in your mouth. Because I am getting angry. <laughs> All right, let me focus. I, I need to come. Hey, man, I was there for you earlier. Go ahead. Listen. All right, so this article is from babygaga.com. We're just going to say babygaga.com. Yep, what Olivia thinks are 20 important decisions that parents have to make. For their baby. But I'm going to make it parents. Okay. All right. Number 20. Uh Uh-huh. Posting pics on social media. Will we post pictures of our child on social media? Yes. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. But I don't want to like... It's creepy when people like show their kids and they like put a little emoji over their face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's creepier than posting the kid. What do you fucking think is going to happen? But I don't want to like profit off my kid the way those... Twins. Oh, the Stauffers? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, like we're going to make way more money than them. <laughs> um, but no, I'll post pictures of them. That's fine. Um, <clears throat> number 19. When to give the baby a sibling? Yeah. When do you think that... Uh, how long would you ideally... I wait? think that I really liked being in school with my brother. Mm-hmm. And I remember... So the Sutherlands next door to us, they were three years apart, Mark yeah. and Jeff. So they never got to be in middle school together, and they uh-huh. only got to be in high school together for one year. Okay. But me and Steve got to be together eighth grade, sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And I remember Steve would, like, walk by my locker, mm-hmm. and he would, be, he would like, he would like wave at me mm-hmm. when I was at my locker. <laughs> and this girl, Katie Vitola, had the locker next to me, and she was like, he's so cute. <laughs> I remember Steve, like, like wave. doing, like, a little awkward wave. Yeah. yeah. Like, he was scared to... I think two years apart is perfect because also I like that we're doing this. This is good. Yeah. You're a very talented podcaster and Thank I love you. you. You're the I love of my you you're the love of my life. Um yeah, because it's like so it was cool that Steve and I got to be in middle school together for one year and then mm-hmm. we got to be in high school together for two years. Okay. But one year you think is too close? Yeah. Yeah, it's for sure. Close. Um all right. Because you want to get settled into the baby first. Yeah. You know? 
But then, like, that's only, you only get to get settled into, like, one baby. Then the rest of the babies are all, like, accompanied by other babies. Well, we're only having two kids. Right. I said two, but you said four. I could see us having four. <laughs> I want to keep going until we get a girl. All right. Let's see what happens. All right. Number 18, co-sleeping or crib? We've talked about this. We'll, we'll, we'll do room sharing, but not bed sharing. Right. Yeah. Yes, agreed. Um, number 17, weird. Dad's Ta- role in baby's life. This Tartar control or whitening? Whitening. <laughs> Ta- remember that commercial? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, married, the couple's getting married, mm-hmm. and they agree on everything but tartar control or whitening. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. That's a good That's good writing for a commercial. Yeah, not bad. And, and it goes, now you don't have to choose because Colgate has whitening and tartar control. <laughs> um, Man, commercials. What happened to them? So this is talking about like whether or not you're in a committed relationship with your partner. Number mm-hmm. 17 is dad's role in the baby's life. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you know, there are going to be certain jobs that are definitely for me and definitely more so for you. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I hope that... Like, not letting your sister circumcise him. That'll right. be my job. Okay. Yeah. And I have to... Well, I want to breastfeed, so I hope that I do. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably be in charge of all the feeding, mm-hmm. likely, as long as everything goes according to that plan. And then you will be in charge of diaper changing as much as possible. I figured this much. Okay. Are we good with that? I think I can change a diaper. I mean, I'm sure it's. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I can figure it out. Yeah. All right, number sixteen, TV time. Mm-hmm, that's a big one. Yeah, it's a big one. So, what do you think? Um, well. And we're talking about the first year of life. Remember, this is not like an entire life. Yeah, I mean, I had a, I had. A, there's a listener to the show who said that he has a, like a three year old son, mm-hmm. and he said once you put that kid in front of the TV, it's like some. There's like a switch that goes off. Right. Yeah. So they once they discover the TV, Uh they're like mesmerized by it. Right. Yeah. So what I would probably do is I would I would um try to not let them watch TV until I could. Mm -hmm. But I'd be really strict about TV time because I feel like my cousins from Boston had too much TV. No, they had no TV. Right. And we might have had too much TV. I had a lot of TV, and I pretty happy with who i am yeah but you never read a book in your life yeah huh i have not many but yes i've read a lot of articles though Mm -hmm. and i've taken a lot of classes Mm -hmm. i've read a lot of textbooks Mm -hmm. little chapters in them but yeah but yeah in terms of like a fiction story no not many yeah i i I like hearing stories better yeah tell me what happened you're verbal Mm -hmm. you're uh, 100 i like to hear it too you're a better writer than a talker. Me? You're a better talker than a writer. I used to love writing, though. This makes me feel sad that you said that, but okay. Um, probably. So, um, yeah, so we'll, like, limit TV, but we're not going to be crazy about TV. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Nursing or formula? Nursing. Yes. Hopefully. Um medicating the baby as a no. parent you need to choose between medicating your baby if needed or being totally against it well he's not getting a covid vaccine i'll tell you that much i'm not letting bill gates inject him with the virus um well so will we follow the regular vaccine schedule yeah yeah and if your doctor and the doctor says you know they have a cold they need to take this medicine amoxicillin here yeah 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 i'm definitely listening to doctors First haircut. What about it? Um, well, you said you want our son to have long hair, so you won't want his haircut. 
if he wants to have long hair, I would maybe. I think it's cute when little boys have long hair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess I don't know. You could give him a haircut or something. Yeah, but you'd probably want to be there and know about it, not just let me cut his hair when you don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll agree on that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Child care. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Okay, so, like, do you think that we will try to work within our lives so that one of us is always home with the baby, or would you rather have, like, a nanny or a babysitter at home, or would you rather have the child go to, like, a center? I think, uh, I, I don't know, because I, 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 our schedule is weird, so I don't know. So what would you rather, nanny or put your kid in a daycare? I'd rather have, like, a, a nanny that we could call. I'd rather have... Maybe you could, you could. I would have day duty, and you could have night duty, mm-hmm. and then maybe periodically we could have a babysitter that we call. Mm-hmm. Like I that. think that would work. Yeah. Okay. So you don't like daycare so much. No. Eleven. Is daycare is for like parents that work full time. Mm-hmm. I do not plan on working full time. <laughs> it's too hard on my back. Right. Um. Eleven is vaccination, which we did say we are not anti-vaxxers. We are going to follow the recommended mm-hmm. vaccine schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, sleep train versus soothe baby. Um, soothe baby. Soothe of baby. course. Thank you. Yes. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. What toys to give your baby? Not that many. Not that many. They don't need them. And not any that that are connected to Satan. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Good point. <laughs> what? Like no talking animals. Oh, does that's that scare that's you? of the devil. Oh. That's demonic. Where did you hear that from? Ben Shapiro. Oh, my goodness. Um <laughs> Mike's joking. He does not love Ben Shapiro. Um but uh yeah, so I uh I work with children, I work with little ones, and I just wanna like put it out there in the world that there is no toy that's going to occupy your child. Like, there's nothing that you're going to buy them that's going to get them to sit there and be occupied except for a television or an iPad. Yeah. And then it's like, do you want a zombie kid? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so they're they're going to be the most occupied by, like, you and what you do with them. Mm-hmm. With whatever tool you have, whether it be a toy or a cardboard box or cooking or painting or whatever. But mm-hmm. I really don't want to be overwhelmed with toys because it's junk. Mm-hmm. When to let grandma have alone time with the baby? Anytime she wants. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Why? Except is that a problem? I, I don't know. That's number eight on the list. Okay. If you are one if you are one to not let people watch your little one, it can be difficult to determine when to let family members spend alone time with your baby. Grandma and Grandpa will be itching to spend time with your little sweetheart, and Mom and Dad need to determine when is best time for that. Yeah, mm. I don't know. I, I don't care. Um, interaction with other kids. Well, I guess obviously when COVID's over, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, also, there's people who they, like, my friend Gabby had a baby, and then there's someone who lives in her building, and they've been, like, equally, like, cautious. Taking care of the babies? No, they've just been, like, They've been, like, um, quarantining and, like, cautioning about who they interact with, mm-hmm. like, the same amount as each other. So they hang out. It would be sweet if you could leave your baby with another parent half the week. Half the week? Yeah, then they leave theirs with yours half the week. No. 
um when to wean from the bottle um well we hopefully won't be using bottle yeah he'll be drinking titty milk sorry but maybe maybe around six months we'll pump into bottle so that mike can also feed mm-hmm. um banky or no banky pacifier or no pacifier um i think i don't know enough about this but i do think the pacifier is cute um, but I, I don't like bink first. I don't like the word binky. Me neither. I just call it a pacifier. Yeah. Um, it's good at first, but it's definitely something that you want to wean out after the first year mm-hmm. because it will cause teeth issues mm-hmm. um, and speech issues. But it's good for. That was an episode of Rugrats. Oh, who? Had I think Tommy like had to get his pacifier taken uh, away. Tommy Pickles. Schedule or go with the flow. I think this is clear that our life is too erratic to uh, ever make any kind of schedule mm-hmm. we're always kind of by the seat of our pants so uh i would i would say go with the flow well so i feel like i'm a pretty scheduled person when it comes to my work but it is quite difficult to schedule you mm-hmm. um so i feel like it would be my instinct to heavily schedule. Mm-hmm. But the books that I've read that I agree with are kind of like, well, schedules don't work so much because you got to listen to the baby's cues mm-hmm. and things like that. So um, I think we'll try to do a hybrid of schedule. And it'll be like we wake up at this time. When you wake up, you do diaper, mm-hmm. read, mm-hmm. diaper, play. Right. That's going to be like that. And then bath time will be at a time. Right. Um. We'll try to make meals at a time, mm-hmm. but well, not with the nursing at first, but I think it'll be a hybrid, mm-hmm. but yeah, you are definitely difficult to schedule. Uh, what food to give the baby? Um, baby food. Oh, I don't want to do baby food. Oh, okay. Um, I want to do baby led, um, fe- like feeding. So uh-huh. Around four months, I'll have the baby in a high chair next to the table when we're eating uh-huh. so that they feel like this is a meal. We sit down, we eat, everyone's got a plate. Uh-huh. Um, and then once they start reaching for food around tw- six months mm-hmm. and like let them have what they reach for and want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like the idea just from a speech pathology perspective to teach a child to swallow prior to teaching them to chew and manipulate food. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would like to give them like soft boiled like like steamed broccoli and um, avocado with one side having the skin on otherwise it's too slippery. Yeah. Um and like yeah, like steamed vegetables. I don't want to go straight to purees. Okay. But yeah, but things that they can like bite down. Sounds French. <laughs> Sounds French. Puree. Yeah. Um but you can give them some, like, you can make puree stuff. I don't want to buy, like, Gerber baby food in a jar. Okay. I would just rather, like, make it in a bullet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Number two. To snip or not? I think we decided. Pass. We're not going Let's to. pass on this one. Pass on it? Well, we had a whole episode about it. The answer is no. He's not getting circumcised. Right? Yeah. Okay. I think. All right. Um, and your sister better stay away from his penis. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. I will let everyone know that we, um, I don't know what order I'm going to release these episodes, but we we'll send an episode him. on circumcision. Yeah. I asked people to write into me and. Uh, you know what we'll do? When he goes to middle school, we'll make him, we'll put a button on his shirt that says, ask me about my penis. 
Um, I did actually. I'm. I just misspoke. So I did an episode of Mike's podcast where we talked about circumcision, and I gave my email. I got a couple emails from people, and they were all men that had, um, that did not have circumcised penises, and they were all happy with not being circumcised. Yeah. And they are against. And for their kids. Yeah. So, I'm just saying that. People who have foreskin, they're happy to have it mm-hmm. for the most part. Everyone who's reached out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, number one. Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. Cloth or Circumcision's di- not number one. It's number two. Yeah. Uh, cloth or disposable diapers? Uh, someone is going to have to explain the concept of cloth diapers to me. Okay, so this is the cloth diaper here that I am familiar oh, with. Oh, this lady's like a... Who is she? The, she's like called the natural mama or something? This is Baby Gaga. But I don't know oh. why it's she. Um, but so I liked it. Jill always had these when we went to the beach with her kids because it was like a kind of convenient thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I talked to my friend Lisa, who mm-hmm. is a marine biologist mm-hmm. living in uh, D.C. Mm-hmm. And she said that actually the reusable diapers are not that beneficial to you financially unless you're having more than one child because mm-hmm. they are quite expensive. Mm-hmm. Also, they require water to be cleaned. So right. how much is it really saving the environment except for like not filling a landfill? Right. That's what my book said too. Really? But I don't I don't know if I like the idea. It's like okay, so my question is, you have this little cloth thing that t- mm-hmm. is tied around your kid's uh well, this is bottom. Yeah. So like he, like it's the Great Depression or something. Okay. And he's just walking around in a dish towel. Mm-hmm. No, you know. No, it's it's while his father has to pick crops. <laughs> yeah. Um and get beat up by strike breakers. <laughs> uh but um so he's got this little piece of cloth and then he, you know, goes to the bathroom in it. Yeah. And then what do you do with that? You what put do you in do the in a sh- machine? Right, but like so now your washing machine is just full of like it just has like your baby's shit residue in it. Well, you would rinse it out in the sink first. Yeah. Yeah. Or if it had you like just a put full it in a bucket poop, or something. Would, if you had a full poop, you would put it in the toilet. Because I do remember my you know my brother's special needs, mm-hmm. and I do remember like before he was like trained to go to the bathroom. I do remember like buckets of his underwear in the in the laundry room sink like soaking. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll do that. What do you mean? Just have a bucket, because I don't want to like just throw you know diapers right into the washing machine. Okay. Yeah. Gotta no. like clog the washing machine. You're supposed to. Rinse and then they them have to send some guy from Russia to come in and be like, "Are you are you putting a, a number two in the washing machine?" <laughs> and he just like he just like opens up a valve and a bunch of like diarrhea comes out. Yeah, I don't know if that's what would happen. But, I mean... It is what would happen. Okay, fine. That's what... You do have, like, so many thoughts about washing machines. Yeah. We could have a whole episode about, Deborah, like, your... Deborah, you couldn't last in. one day in my brain. I know. <laughs> You're lucky that you don't have my brain. I that's know. all I'm saying. I'm thankful every day. Yeah. Um, okay, so do you want to just get the Amazon membership of um, the diapers from them? Or do you want to... I don't know. I don't really believe in diapers. Yeah, you just want them to poop on the floor. Yeah. That might be easier. <laughs> you just wipe it up with toilet paper. No, you lunatic. Mm. Yeah. Um, so you're not really into the dis- the 
uh, cloth diapers or reusable diapers. So. No. All right. Um, yeah, and that was all 20. That was babygaga.com. This article is from, I think it was, it's old. It's from 2018. It's written by Olivia. Mm-hmm. And it, once again, was 20 important decisions moms have to make during their baby's first year. Mm-hmm. But uh, we sat here and made them together. Hmm. And uh, I hope you spend time talking to your partner about these things. How do you know we're right at 20 minutes? I don't. Really? We're right at 20. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, this was, so that means we went through each point in one minute. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. You can find uh, Mike on Twitter and Instagram. He is at Racine Mike. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. The Unexpected Podcast is recorded and produced by Deborah Brooks and is sponsored by the Sit Down with Mike Racine Podcast, SLP's Wine and Cheese Podcast, and the Dad Show with Mike Racine Podcast. For more unexpected content, head over to www.patreon.com slash Deborah Brooks CCC SLP. If you love the show, I'd appreciate a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.